Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. As you may or may not know, I'm a comedian by night. And as much as I love talking about old video games, uh, telling jokes is how I actually pay my bills. So please check out my website. Uh, In addition to old episodes of this podcast, you'll find my blog, videos of my stand-up, all of my upcoming shows, and my contact information. If you need a comedian for your next fundraiser, corporate event, house party, whatever you got going on, uh, hit me up. Again, it's abcomedy.net. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to it. Please leave us a good review. uh, And most importantly, please tell a friend. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode every single Wednesday. Thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy of mine and I will sit down and we'll geek out about a game from back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Uh, Thank you guys so much for coming back. If it's your first time, welcome. Thank you guys for checking out the podcast uh, this week. Episode 31 for February 6th, 2019. Uh, My pal Mark McHugh is back and we dip into the world of PC gaming. And this might be... Straight up, the only PC episode I ever do of this show because I don't really play PC games. Uh, so you PC master racers better enjoy this while you can. That said, uh, I did play this one. This week, my buddy Mark and I are talking Roller Coaster Tycoon. The original. I know there's like 50 of them now and they're on all the different platforms. And I think we dip into the other ones a little bit. Like We recorded this episode about two months ago. Um, so full disclosure i don't entirely remember everything we talked about but it's roller coaster tycoon um i love simulation games like this i like business games you know like sim city and and this style of game and and roller coaster tycoon was the fucking cat's ass there's my swears i lasted what a minute 10 um roller coaster tycoon is awesome they're some of the best simulation strategy business games out there at least they were when they started i know in recent years they've kind of lost their way a little bit, but hopefully they get back to it. I think they're coming to Switch soon, which would be fucking awesome if they're the real games. Um, But anyway, so that's what we're talking about this week. Before we get there, you guys know I got to ramble for a few minutes just to fill some time. Uh, We have a website. If you've never been there, check us out, rememberthegamepodcast.com. Traffic is up. I appreciate all the views. Uh, I keep saying I'm going to start posting blogs there soon. I really am. I just, I've been on the road a lot for the last week or two with comedy. And uh, I guess it's not really an excuse because I sit in a hotel room on my computer and do nothing. But I'll try to, I'll try to get to the blogs uh, soon and start talking about that stuff. Uh, we're also on, on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at member the game. Uh, so if you've, are on those things follow us we follow back uh instagram is probably more active than twitter but we'd like to see you on either one that'd be really really cool and uh we have some cool episodes coming up if you guys enjoyed any of the previous 30 episodes before this one uh thank you if you've left us a good review thank you if you haven't left us a review and you like the podcast please do i like to try to read them on here um that would be really cool of you guys. And we have some great episodes coming up. Like I said, I got a ton in the bank. We have games all the way from the NES era right up through to the GameCube coming up. And there will also be a bonus episode this week. A special a special treat uh, episode will be going up probably Friday sometime. Uh, I got to catch up with my nephew Ben a little while ago. Uh, ben is 12. Uh, I think, Ben, if you're older than 12, I'm sorry. I think he's 12. 
And uh, and we just talked about modern gaming. So this one's not going to... This is a little bit of a different episode. Ben's been on before. He was on about episode 10. We talked about the Mario Party series. And uh, we just sat down and talked. It was it was kind of cool to catch up between an older gamer and a younger gamer and just talk about some of the games he's playing and what gaming is like for kids today, like it was, you know, as opposed to what it was like when I was Ben's age, you know, playing Super Nintendo back in the 90s, like an old man that I am. Uh, we talked Fortnite. We talked Smash Brothers Ultimate. Uh, like I said... Special episode. It's going to be a bonus treat. I should have that one up on Friday. So you guys are getting two episodes this week. Um, and that's what's going on with our episodes. Like I said, just lots of great games coming up. It's tricky. I find that the the, the download traffic, sometimes it fluctuates based on the popularity of the game that we're talking about, which is, you know, to be expected. Uh, the Grand Theft Auto episode from last week skyrocketed and became our most downloaded episode after about five days. So... You know, there's a market for Grand... Who would have thought today? There's a market for Grand Theft Auto. You know, but that said, if I just burn all the big popular games in the first 50 episodes, then I'm going to be out of stuff to talk about by about episode 60. Um, and this is about games that I've, I played growing up. So it's, you know, I, I really, I'm really happy with the episodes we have coming up. They're not all giant cult classics, or I guess they're not a cult classic if they're giants. Boy, I'm good at this, eh? Anyway. There's lots of episodes. Just listen to them. We'd really appreciate it. And check out the one I have coming up with Ben on Friday. Um, as far as what's going on in gaming right now, uh, only thing I really wanted to talk about is, if you haven't seen it, uh, Xbox Live is coming to the Nintendo Switch. And they haven't released a ton of details yet. I mean, I as a, a Switch gamer, primarily, I am, uh, I'm excited for this because Xbox Live, for my money, is the best online interface in console gaming. You know, um... It would be phenomenal if it came with fucking voice chat that we didn't have to do through our phone like you have to do on the Nintendo Switch, but I don't think the Switch is equipped to handle that. Um, that just said, like, clean up that interface. You know, I would love to see some Xbox games come over to, like, oh, give us Cuphead. Cuphead on the Switch would be phenomenal. Um, I, I'm excited. It's, it's cool. It's cool to see two big giants like this teaming up. I think there's certainly an argument to be made that uh, the two of them are looking at Sony sitting over there on their pile of money on their throne, you know, as the basically the undisputed game, king of, of console gaming and wondering if maybe an alliance is needed to take them down. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's cool. It's exciting for me as a, as a single console owner uh, to think that maybe I'd have access to stuff from two consoles on my single Nintendo Switch is really rad. So I mean, it's, it's really exciting because there's a lot of possibilities, right? Maybe if Nintendo and Microsoft are friends now, uh, Microsoft is, will give Nintendo access to some rare titles and some rare franchises again, primarily Banjo-Kazooie. I think everybody wants to see Banjo on Switch, and Banjo-Kazooie would be a perfect fit for uh, Smash Brothers as well. And I still, I, I think that's coming. I would almost be willing to bet money that that's coming. Banjo is coming, and I think Crash Bandicoot is coming to Smash. But uh, that's pretty exciting. And uh, it's just good for Xbox because, I mean, the Xbox 360 was killer. I would put the 360 probably my three favorite consoles of all time. Definitely my favorite non-Nintendo console of all time. And uh, the Xbox One was kind of a misstep. You know, they it's, it's funny because the original Xbox uh, couldn't touch the PS2. And then the Xbox 360 fed the PS3 as lunch for a long time because Sony kind of made a mistake. And then with this past gen, the PS4 just kicked Xbox's ass. So uh, maybe Xbox is seeing Nintendo, seeing how Nintendo's blowing up and thinking like maybe 
you know, two brains are better than one. So we'll see how it goes, but it's exciting news. As far as what I've been playing over the last seven days, I finished Spider-Man on the PS4. Shout out to my pal Chris for lending me his PlayStation so I could get through that. Pretty fun game. Some of the side quests got a little old, but the main story was awesome. The controls are pretty rad. Spider-Man translates well into video games. He should, at least anyways. You know, it doesn't always, but he should. And uh, I'm pretty excited for the sequel to that that is inevitably coming at some point. So I finished that. I'm still playing Smash Bros. Still trudging through a, a replay or a first play, a first complete playthrough of Metroid from the NES, uh, which is just... I mean, Super Metroid is a masterpiece. The original Metroid is fun, but it is vicious. Like, I don't know if I'll ever finish it, but I'm trying. Um, and I'm kind of dipping my toe into Octopath Traveler, which is an RPG on the Switch, if you've never heard of it. I, I haven't really gotten that far in yet. It seems cool. Um, it's basically my whole backlog. And my pal Chris pointed out that some people in gaming are doing something called 4 in February, where you delete four games or finish four games from your backlog in the month of February, and uh, I think it's a pretty rad idea for people that are doing it. I kind of eliminated a backlog a little while ago when I switched to just have, when I switched to Switch. When I got rid of my other consoles and just went to the Nintendo Switch, I don't try to, I try not to, to stockpile games and just buy them when they're on sale anymore, and I just find I enjoy it more. When I've got a huge backlog of games sitting there, it almost feels like work sometimes, you know, and I can't just sit down and enjoy playing, so... Uh, if you've got a backlog, apparently February is a good month to get rid of some games. There's not a ton of big releases this month. Get her done. And uh, I don't know. Just don't let your backlog ruin your enjoyment of the hobby. You know, just play what you want to play. If you don't want to play it, don't force yourself to. It's That's when it doesn't, it's not fun anymore, you know, uh, like I did with fucking Crash 3. But anyway, that's backlogs. That's what I've been playing. That's games. That's my thoughts. I've rambled long enough. I'm going to shut the fuck up and get to this week's episode. Uh, like I said, you guys, this week, my pal Mark and I are going to talk about Roller Coaster Tycoon for the PC. I guess it came to Xbox. I know it's on like some mobile stuff now, uh, primarily on the original one. I adore this game. This game originally released in North America on March 31st, 1999. So it's 20 year anniversary. Its birthday is coming up in about a month. Um, I think a lot of people have played this game. If I'm dipping into the PC world, it's probably not the first game that PC gamers would prefer, but it's the only one I know. So I'm trying to throw you guys a bone here. I hope you guys enjoy it. That said, I'm going to cue the music. Uh, <laughs> it's not the best music in this one. It's the Roller Coaster Tycoon doesn't have the most fucking adrenaline pumping soundtrack of all time, but the game is rad. I hope you guys enjoy this talk. Uh, thank you for listening, and I'm going to shut up and sit down with my buddy Mark and look back at Roller Coaster Tycoon for the P-fucking-C. Here we go. Uh, it is winter, which means it's video game season. I mean, all year is, is yeah. video game season, but when it's like 30 below, there's nothing else to do but sit inside and play video games. It's the time where, like... I'd be inside playing video games anyway. Right. But at this time, it can be like, well, I can't go outside, Kenny V. It's... Yeah. <laughs> we, I, don't, I can't imagine he's listening, but I we don't have, think so. We have, the, we have this buddy. He's a comedian from around Edmonton. He's an older guy, and he's always yelling at me and Mark to go outside. I'm like, well, now it's too cold. So fuck off, Kenny yeah. V. We're sitting inside playing video games. And, uh, and when we're not playing video games, we're talking video games. And so this week, this we are going to venture into the world of PC. <clears throat> Yeah, this is. I'm not usually a big PC gamer, but this is the one, dude. I was literally this is the game. I was literally just gonna say, I don't think there's another PC game I could do this about. Just no, this me one. neither. It's the only PC game I've ever bought. Like it's the only PC game I've ever sank like hundreds of hours. Yeah, into. yeah, right. 
And uh, as you will already know from the intro and the music and the title of this week's episode and the picture and everything, the game we are talking about is Roller Coaster Tycoon for the PC. I guess it's out on just about everything now, but initially PC. It's out on the Switch in a few weeks. I know, buddy. It's the best. I bought it on my phone. But it's, it's not the same on the phone. Like the touch version is like, oh, you want real life money from me. I see what yeah, you're getting at. It doesn't work at all. It sucks. Uh but this game so like, do you okay, I'll ask you, do you like this genre as a whole? Like the simulation tycoony business? I like the tycoon games. Like I really liked the first one I ever played was like dinosaur tycoon that's what i was gonna in school dino park tycoon yeah, dino park yeah. tycoon where it was basically like jurassic park but yes. like i could do one of these episodes about that game i love that game that so i never understood i remember trying to figure out how to buy the electric fence and i could never do it so my <laughs> dinosaurs kept getting out and i swear to god like the major thing i remember about that game is the auctioneer always sounded like he was saying fingernail fun I don't remember that. Like part. the auctioneer, I, I, he was like Finna Fon, Finna Fon, Finna Fon. So for everyone to know, this episode's no longer about Roller Coaster Tycoon. We're shifting right to that. No. <laughs> I, dude, yes, I played that game so much at school as a kid. Yeah, and like then, school is the only place I've ever seen that game. Yeah, like I don't know if anyone owned that game. If you look on my computer right now, there are Google searches of me trying to find it for MacBook so I could download it on my computer. I can't find it's it. It's not even on Steam. I can't find it anywhere so oh if you're listening to this and you know where i can download dino park tycoon on a macbook please i'll give you a free episode you can come on the show we'll talk about anything you want i don't care it's a video game i want <laughs> dino park tycoon uh i like i built a board game of that game to play at home with my brother where i would just randomly give him money like i made all this green construction paper money in there like i like so yes that's really creative homie, though. that's the best that you played that game too like ah so then uh same thing i like these types of games like it started with and dino like, park and then like sim city is always a lot of fun mm-hmm. like well the only one i ever played was the super nintendo one. Oh, really yeah but i love that game like i i would i need to do one of the episode about that game did you play the super nintendo one yeah with like so was so you played on pc too then i played it like i played it a little bit like i had a version on windows 95 whatever the version of on windows 95 was okay that was the Sim City I played on computer. Was it the same as the Super Nintendo one with like the residential squares and the commercial squares and stuff? Yeah, I, vaguely. I can't really remember. Okay, all right. I remember the Super Nintendo one better. Okay, because it's funny. Yeah, like because I played that too. I played the Super Nintendo one. I played Dino Park. I tried to get into a few other of these types of games and just for whatever reason they didn't quite grab me. You know? Yeah. And then with Roller Coaster, I don't even remember. Like, when I go to post this episode, I'm going to have to YouTube it. I don't remember if I saw, like, a TV commercial or if I saw a gaming magazine. I don't even remember the TV commercial. I just remember seeing, I think it was a commercial for the game going, like, holy shit, I want that. Yeah. And then, like, saving my allowance and going to get it. Likewise. And it came in, like, the big red box that folded out. Yeah. Yeah, the giant box. Same thing. I went and bought it, and then... I had never bought a PC game before and I brought it home and I didn't even know if our computer would play it. Like our home PC, I had no idea, you know, like, cause it was like, I mean, if you're a young person, listen, I don't think any young people listen to this. I think it's all old people like me and you, but like, especially back in the day, not everyone had a good computer. Like some of those home computers were fucking. Yeah. Again, we had a windows 95, yeah. but it managed to play this. Like yeah, the first one came out and I think it was like what? 97, 98. It was like, like late nineties. Yeah. Cause I remember being in like grade nine, grade 10, somewhere in there when I got it. Yeah. Um, same thing. I don't remember how I saw it, but I remember seeing something and being like, that looks awesome. And then getting it, bringing it home. 
and uh, it was just as awesome as you thought as it looked it was like it was gonna be it was like, rad it was like so one of the first criticisms i have of it and it's one of the things i wrote it's sweet that you mentioned i wrote dino park tycoon down to bring up dino park i love that oh game. seriously oh god i love that game uh oh, roller coasters <laughs> um one of the one of the big criticisms i have of it it's one of the first things i noticed right away uh and i might be mistaken but i'm not i don't think so is that there was no sandbox mode like you had to go into a scenario, play a scenario, but then after you finished this, like that first scenario was Forest Frontiers or something. Yeah. And then after you finished it, you could just that's where like that's where I built my biggest park. I just stayed on that and just built my park. I only played three or four scenarios ever. Did you ever play Roller Coaster Tycoon Two? Uh, not like the not. I I bought some of the DLC, like the the add-on pack, the expansion packs for the original. Mm-hmm. I never played like the sequel to it. The though. sequel was basically the same. Like no sandbox mode. I. Th- I don't remember off the top of my head if there was a sandbox mode, but I definitely remember like I re- I remember never running out of like space was never an issue. No, not at all. No, it was like and that's what it's so, like. I finished the first because like because like it's not a game review. We don't have to go to the details, but like for anyone that's played it, you know, like when you turn it on, you get to pick like scenarios, and then they would say like, excuse me, in one year you have to get x amount of people into the park and make so much money or yeah. get a park rating of this or whatever you know and uh and it was cool but like the first one especially was very easy to do it was mostly it's like any other video game the first level is a tutorial level just to teach it you know if you unless know, you're unless you're the fucking worst businessman ever your park will make these goals thing the is like level. when i play this game i never play like like i'll play the scenario and like hope to win but it's never the end goal for no. me like i wouldn't play a scenario to the end and then quit and then go to the next no. scenario same thing like i say i only ever tried to like that first park was my favorite and like if my i don't know if my brother's going to listen to this but like i built the greatest theme park of all like, i spent years building a park on that court like on the first level just tweaking and like tearing it down and building it back i hit a point and i'm I'm 90% sure about this, where I couldn't, they wouldn't let me build any more rides. It said I had hit the limit for how many rides you could build. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I had more money. It just said, so I had to tear old rides down to build new, like, it said I couldn't buy any more items. I had to tear something down to build something new. I had new. no idea you could get that. I didn't far. either. I was pissed because I, I had all these, like, I had, remember how you could buy more land to, like, yeah. expand it? I had bought this, like, extra plot. I had this huge plan, and, like, I was going to expand it, and then it said I couldn't build anymore. So then I ended up tearing down like a dozen rides to build these huge roller coasters to fill space. Like it was so, but same thing. I don't, the scenarios were irrelevant. You just wanted to play the, and that's why, again, my criticism is like, why not just have a sandbox mode? Like, or not even a sandbox mode. Like it's, I don't want infinite supplies, but just like a, just a, like a free, like just a play. Yeah, just give us like a big empty space sure, just, and let us do whatever yeah, we want. Like just pick, like, do you want to, do you want to build like in the desert, the water, the, the forest or whatever, and then just give it your, like SimCity. Like you yeah. just get an empty map and you get 20 grand or whatever to start with and just go. Yeah. But I don't know why it couldn't have been like that. I don't, I remember totally playing it like that. I don't remember yeah. if it was in the first or the second one, but some, one of those I think had a mode oh, like okay. that. Well, regardless, the scenarios were dumb. You just, you just got through them to play the, to yeah. build a park. So. Yeah. I never was like, oh, I finished this scenario. Now on to the next scenario. It was like, no, I'm emotionally invested in this park right. now. Right. And you are. It's like, dude, you start. And like for that first, like, 
when I say the first year, I mean like the first hour of the game or whatever. Yeah. Like that first year to your park is open. It's kind of like whatever. You do the basic stuff. You build a path up the middle, put some rides, put some food stands. You've maybe. got like a food court like yeah. thing. You've got like a feet, one or two roller coasters right. and then like some kiddie rides. Yeah, like enough to kind of start making some money, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you start making some money, like when that, the more that game opens up and you start, remember you had to pump money into research? Yes. To open up more rides. So off this tart, you could only build like three or four different things. And then you kept pumping in money to research and you could open up more and more rides. Yeah. That was awesome. My favorite thing about this game was the social experiments you could do on people. Oh, yes. I the, My first park that I ever built, I found one guy and I took him. And I put them in like in a cage because you could get those little tweezers. Yeah, you would use that little set of tweezers, and like it was so cool. You wouldn't just like click the guy and move them, but like the little tweezers would like pick them up, and then you yeah. could drop them wherever you wanted yeah. to. So I like <laughs> raised this plot of land so this guy couldn't get out, and I included like a drink stand with free drinks and a bathroom <laughs> that cost thirty dollars. <laughs> Just to see how long it would take for this guy to spend $30 to go to the bathroom. And you know what? It never happened. No? Well, he was no. peeing in the corner of your cage. No, he was very, very angry. Like, you could see, like, I love when you click on them and you could see, like, their level of contentment. Yes. So every now and then you just see somebody who's, like, white hot rage. And yeah. it's like, dude, you're in an amusement park right now. What are you so <laughs> pissed about? And it's always like, uh that the like scream of death coaster looks too intense for me and it's always like oh <coughs> sorry he's getting angry he's okay. getting his face is getting red he's turning into the guy <laughs> no. turning into the guy <laughs> so often like most of the time like when you build a roller coaster like yeah they have the ones you can choose from yeah and like maybe right off the bat you'll pick one of those just because they're cheap yeah it was always my first plan but yeah. for the most part the fun part about this game was building a roller coaster oh yeah and i would always want to i would always try to build a roller coaster i would want to ride and then it would come back and it would be like yeah this the intensity on this is severe it's the but that was the best because you're right like it's so i did this and then nobody would ride this thing and that you spent thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars on it was it was funny because like I, I don't ride roller coasters in real life. Like I'm terrified of heights. I get really? sick. Yeah, I don't do it. No, not at all. But, uh, but same thing, building them. It was like, let's see just how intense I can make this roller coaster. And then uh it was the same thing. Nobody would ride it. And that was one of the best things was being able to click on people and seeing like how much fun they're having. And like you never click on someone that's having a good time. You always click on the angry people to see what they're yeah. angry about. And yeah, stuff like oh, this ride's too insane, or like, oh, that's a ripoff. I'm not paying that much for yeah. the bathroom. I've or, been <laughs> waiting in line for ages. And yeah it's like well have you ever been to an amusement park that's part of the experience i love how we're bitching about hypothetical people <laughs> inside a Ima- simulator imagine how a real amusement park owner must feel because they're just getting these real complaints they're getting from real complaints and we're like why are these robots yeah you little shits i'll pick all you up and drop you all into mark's cage of pee <laughs> you just live in there because that was one of my favorite things was being able to just i used to like just pick people up and drop them off in the middle of like nowhere like, cause you get this huge plot of land yeah. and there's no way that like, it takes you forever to build all the way out to it unless you try to right away, yeah. which I never did. Cause I was always so concerned with like compacting everything to try to maximize. It's like you get to the empty space when you get to the empty yeah, space. Yeah. Yeah. No rush. So I used to pick a guy up and just go drop him over there in the corner and then go back to work. Eventually he'd like find his way back over and be angry. And I was, just <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck are you doing over there? Uh, but that was one of the cool things about it was being able to click on people and seeing what they like or what they didn't like. 
and uh, or see their feedback on rides and things like that. Because yeah, they'd say that a ride is too extreme or too boring or fucking or like whatever. ever raise the ground right in front of the exit so nobody can get out, and then you close the park. <laughs> no, just so everybody's trying to get out at the same time. <laughs> you can't. Uh, no, I never did that. <laughs> but I. <laughs> You're a terrible businessman. I, I don't want to go to your park at all. Well, and then on the other side, there'd be like, if you left the park open, there'd be people that are paying to get in, and now they can't get in. <laughs> no, I never did any of that. That's funny. I used to like when it would rain, because remember, you could sell people umbrellas? Yeah, and then you just jack up oh, the price of umbrellas. Oh, fuck yeah. Jack an umbrella up to like 20 bucks, and then just watch everyone be angry, but watch everyone shell out for these umbrellas. And you just like, it's funny, because like, we live in Edmonton, and so I always make fun of Daryl Cates for owning this shitty hockey team, the Oilers, and just making, like, every year, Oilers ticket prices go up, and it's like 20 bucks to get a hot dog and a drink at a fucking Oilers game. But I, I did the exact same thing, just with my amusement park. Yeah. Where it wasn't even that good of an amusement park, and I was just charging out the ass to anyone. Like, once you got in, you were fucked but uh, so i get i get maybe kate's is like a real life <laughs> he's a real life roller coaster tycooner and he just sits up there reading people's thoughts and laughing and dropping people into his pee box and shit like that <laughs> so and like that was one of the cool things about that game too is there was so much customization like it wasn't just that you built rides but like the sheer amount of detail when it came to i mean the roller coasters were a thing on their own how you could do anything to a roller coaster yeah. anything um, but the way you could lift land and lower land and you could make like, I, I remember like tunnels. Yeah. I used to, in my really big park I built, there was the food court was up on bridges uh, with roller coasters looping around the bridges. Oh, that's cool. So you'd be in the food court eating your food with the roller coaster going around you. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And I thought it was like, and then my brother pointed out that like, in theory, people would be puking off the roller coaster onto the people in the food. And I was like, yeah, maybe, but that's what they get for being in the food court. So, but like the, the yeah, or you, you could build like, uh, like water rides and monorails and things like that, like to get around and you could fucking make those go through the, through the roller coasters or down underground. Yeah. Or it was really like, I don't, I mean, I'm sure other games like this existed again, we're both PC illiterate, but, uh, like I, there's I, a, like, I've never really heard of like any, like amusement park simulation games before this one. No, and like and the sheer level of customization in it and things you could do, like I said, like it wasn't just like you so you could tweak the land, you could raise land, lower land, you could do all that stuff. But not only that, but like with each individual ride, even if you didn't design the ride, like as a roller coaster you could design itself, but even if yeah. you didn't design the ride, you could go in and change the colors of a of anything, like a merry go round. You could change like house. the like the entrance, yeah, like theming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could change the music it played, you could name the rides, you could decide how much it charges to get on the rides and get off the rides. And I always everything. preferred to like just like have the price of a and it's funny actually playing roller coaster type now and like everything is kind of set in like 1995 dollars yeah we're like an on-ride picture is like 350 and people are like what a ripoff yeah, yeah. now we're just like the <laughs> fuck like, are you complaining it's like about? 50 bucks to get one yeah. now somewhere um and i really liked how like and i'm sure you did this too like you had to build uh the 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 queue lines to get up to the ride yeah and so like the longer you built it the more people would get on your ride but the more people would whine and complain because the line was too big. Yeah. Because they wouldn't line up once that, like, if you built it two spaces, that was all the people you could get in line because they wouldn't line up outside of the, the, the queue. 
Yeah. So like I would build it like back and forth like a Oh, giant... I totally would too. And then right. my friend Dave Devin saw that I did that and he was appalled. He was like, What are you do? You make the lines short as possible so people don't bitch and it's like, Yeah, but like then you don't make it. Look at how but look look how popular my ride is. Exactly. When I build a roller coaster this good, you'll wait in fucking line. Yeah. So and then and then the best is when you build the roller coaster, you could sample run it because you had to like yeah. to test it. And when, when it would crash, like if you designed it no well, like or no well, uh, like my English speaking, like up a giant hill and then it would shoot straight down and then turn hard to the left and the fucking carts would just crash off. The Dude, end. I love doing that. Right, and you were just like, okay, so then you literally would add one more space of track and then the turn, and you were like, okay, how quickly can I add? Like how. How quickly can I make this turn where nobody will die? But you like, want to there's make it- so much like trying to like go back and tweak your coaster, like trying like, holy shit, how do I make this work? Yeah, now? and the carts could get stuck. Like if yeah. you fucking didn't, yeah. But it, it would have been funnier if you could just send people on it. But I get, but yeah, I get why you had to test it first. <laughs> but then, did you ever see? Did you ever have any rides crash and kill people? Yeah, have you ever done it on like had rides crash and kill people on purpose? <laughs> no, but I one? believe you with no, your okay. fucking park of horrors. No, no, it's it's a thing. I think I there's I'm totally not the only person that's done this. There was one coaster that was like. It was like an unfinished track, and it was supposed to be that way because the the coaster was supposed to go like up around the loop and then up this slope and then back down and around the loop. Oh, so it was supposed to like it what would you could do boomerang is you, kind of yeah, like, yeah you could like set the speed so high that the thing just <laughs> flies off the tracks, <laughs> and I would do it all the time like. Every night, like I would do it all the time, just like, oh, nobody's died in a while. All right, just just increase (laughs) the speed of that. And it's the best because people die, Uh, and then, like, literally, people don't even leave the park. People, no, like, like, people are just like, the park doesn't even close. People just look and be like, I'm not riding that. That doesn't look safe. We'll go to another ride. Forget this. But it was like, at like Disneyland, if a fucking ride crashed and killed three people, it'd be like, okay, everyone out of the park, please. We got to clean this up. In this game, it's like the janitor goes over to sweep. Actually, I, I don't know if Disneyland would though, like because I know I think Disneyland's only been closed twice. Yeah, you're probably right. They're... Once was nine eleven. Hmm. I don't remember what the other day was, but like Disneyland does not close yeah, very often. You're right. They just close the ride for twenty minutes so they clean up, and they're like, "All right." They like clean this kid's head off yeah. of the Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I want to go to Disneyland. Um, I do actually. I always want to go to Disneyland. It's my favorite place on the planet, dude. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like it actually is the happiest it re- place on earth. Yeah, it really is. We went there three or four years ago, and I like borderline had to convince Shay. She wasn't that interested because we're both adults, and I was like, "No, I'm telling. Like, I've never been, dude." And that's the weird. I've always thing, like, wanted to go. I've uh, like as an adult, I've always obviously I've always uh, always dated other adult people. Sure, and I'm always like, we should go to the, we should go to Disneyland, and they're always like, dude, you're 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 30, Mark. It literally is a vacation from adulthood. Like it's yeah. the fun. It's but so on, awesome. On this, at the same time though, it's not for kids. Like you'd think Disneyland totally for kids. Kids do not understand disneyland no, no like i went last time i went actually the last time i went i went to disney world back in like 2012 or something with my brother yeah 
And just like everywhere we looked, we're just these spoiled, crying kids. Oh, sure there is. Being yeah. pissy about like, why isn't there cheese on this burger? Yeah, yeah. Being like, fuck you. Yeah, Do you know you. how much it costs to come here? Imagine if you had gone to Mark's amusement park. What he yeah. would have fucking done to you. And he dropped you into the pea cage. <laughs> the pea cage. And then when he finally opened an exit to the pea cage, he'd put a hill in front of it so he couldn't get out. <laughs> and then he'd hire three security guys to come and give you shit for not leaving his park. The Mark fucking Temple of Doom. <laughs> I never fired employees. There was always a lake. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, I'm spending too much on employees. I'd be like, well, I could just drown a bunch yeah. of them. Yeah, I just... Th- <laughs> I can't afford to fire these people. Uh, I can't afford this severance. Because that was one of the things, too, is you could hire... You know, I think it was only... Because you could hire the entertainers yeah. that you basically just had to use in the lines to ride so people would bitch. Uh, the cops, because otherwise people would destroy your park the janitors to just go around i I remember them doing really sweeping up puke yeah that was and i would just always hire another janitor anytime i saw somewhere where there was a lot of puke right but it was the most satisfying thing for some reason to watch these little tiny janitors come up to these like yellow little blotches on the map and just like and then the the puke would disappear yeah for some reason i could sit there and watch that and just be like yeah that's nice like it was so satisfying there's something weirdly content like extremely satisfying it's like watching a sunset a little bit yeah just like if you sit back and you watch the workings of your park yeah it really is man if like, especially if you like if you build a new ride that's really extreme there's gonna be a ton of puke outside of it yeah so you got to build a bunch of garbage cans because i used to build lots of garbage cans outside of, it would be like every space like a fucking hall of garbage cans outside See, of it was rides. me for any space it uh went back between benches and garbage cans right yeah yeah i put some yeah and next to like really intense rides i always had a bathroom yeah that's a good call but and then you'd still see like when you first build it if you forgot to do that shit you'd see like this is mound of like these like little like like chicken pox of like these little spots of pukes and you go and get one of the janitors or hire one or whatever and drop them right there and then you could just it was just mm, to just watch them sweep up these piles extremely satisfying it was and i was like yeah god damn i have a good park look at look at fucking (laughs) eduardo cleaning up this puke like you actually felt like a roller coaster tycoon Tycoon. yeah you did it was (laughs) making like 20 grand a year (laughs) like making (laughs) like making less than i make as a fucking the money in that game never made sense because it was always like yeah like as i mentioned earlier it was like it was like three 50 for a ride picture what mm. the fuck mm. but then also it was like it was like a hundred thousand dollars to build a roller coaster and it's yeah. like no but what was rad about it and one of the things i actually enjoyed about it the most it was like it, was, is it could be very simple if you wanted to it could mm-hmm. just be just drop right like you said there were pre-built roller coasters you just drop in rides and fucking and you're done mm-hmm. but if you got into detail like not only could you design your own roller coasters and and monorails and log plumes and shit but like you could decide the pricing on everything you could design the names of everything what like the colors of everything and then there was the money you had to invest in research like what do i want to get next like do i want another store or do i want a fucking chill ride or roller coaster or whatever and you could also spend money on advertising and stuff to get more people in like it was it was there was a lot of levels of depth to it if you wanted mm-hmm. to use them but you weren't obligated like you kind of got out what you put in oh, do you absolutely. know what i mean yeah and I thought that was really, really cool. Cause I and it's funny because I often find games with really high levels of customization almost overbearing, like too much. And I didn't find that at all with this one. Like I was just so enjoying the what I was doing. Oh, it was. It's just one of those. It's one of those experiences where like you're playing Roller Coaster Tycoon and you just feel like 
most games there's a level of drama there's a level of intensity there's just this overwhelming calm anytime you're playing roller coaster tycoon yeah and it's very like i just like we were saying earlier with dino park and then with sim city and then this um like after this like i really played a lot of hours of roller coaster tycoon bought the expansions and everything i thought it was awesome yeah and then i was like man maybe this is like my genre like this is one of my go-to genres but most of the other games like like and i don't i know they're a lot like roller coaster tycoon but any kind of like like um like tropico or any of the new sim cities or anything that's kind of simulation-y i i just can't like i can't get into the sims no me neither i I tried to play the sims i couldn't get into it and i don't know what it was about roller coaster tycoon i i love the graphic style like it was cute like it was comfortable do you know what i mean it was Mm -hmm. it was just it was a very uh it was very satisfying i don't know what it was about it i don't know i don't know what it was that just crabbed me, but it was, I knew when I sent you the list of games and you saw it, you were like, fuck yeah, roller coaster. Yeah. There's just something about it, you know? Cause it's one of those games. Like I remember again, I was 12 years old. I was living in Sherwood park when I first picked this game up and just like spent like more hours than my parents definitely were comfortable with playing yeah. this game. Yeah. And it's a like, I, I again, I don't want to speak out of turn when it comes to PC. Cause I don't know. Like when I think of PC video games, I think of like, like doom you know like yeah. i mean like because i'm I, I played a couple of games in the 90s and that was it right but this is the game i think of first is roller coaster tycoon i mean but like pc gaming has gone like way past that of course it has i guess like i don't know I've not... now we have all those you fucking arrogant pc master race cockheads that fucking <laughs> talk down to the console gamers go fuck yourselves you fucking arrogant <laughs> but please keep listening to the podcast um <laughs> no it's great man and like i know they've made more there was one that came out a little while ago. I can't remember if it was Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 or 4. I want to say 4. I think the fourth one, like the third one, like the third one was more 3D and like you could like test your rides right. yourself. Right. And that was like the big gimmick to that one. There was and, one that came out not long ago that just got destroyed by people. Oh, like, really? People panned. didn't like I don't know if it was a pay-as-you-go or if it was broken or what, but it got Like the Touch murdered. one people didn't like. No, people not at not all. like the Touch no, game. No, not, not at all. Like I say, I have it on my phone and my iPad. Uh, I got it on my good. iPad, saw what it was, and was like, oh, fuck this. Yeah, it's, no, it's not the same. But I'm really hoping that the one they're releasing for Switch is just the straight up. Like, give us just the Roller Coaster Tycoon games. Just, like, just old school us, Yeah, old school. Even if they did it like an ultimate version. Like, yeah, they yeah. have, like, all of the scenarios Absolutely. and all of the... I would legitimately pay full price for that. Like, I would pay, like, I would pay, like, a $60 price yeah. tag for that. Oh, easily. absolutely. I and bought... I don't, I don't think it is. I think it's, like, 30 bucks or something Which like is that, awesome. But... I bought it for my original Xbox, and it was pretty rad. Or maybe it was Xbox 360. But it was pretty cool to play on that. Like, it was with the controller and everything. Uh, that worked. The original games. Oh, but I've never played it on a console before. It was cool, man. Yeah, it was a little tricky with the controller, like just getting used to because I was used to the mouse, you know, but mm-hmm. it worked. It was cool. It was, uh, and they've tried other versions. Like I remember my PlayStation, I had Sim Theme Park, I think, or Theme Park or something like that. It was just like a really shitty version like of it was Roller a Coaster Tycoon. Of it. Yeah. And you could see it was just someone trying to, like, it was just a company trying to cash in on the... And I think it was, like, yeah, Sim Theme Park or something Yeah, like that. and I played it and played it, but I was like, this sucks. Like, and this then there were the games same. just called, like, Theme Park Builder or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think people have tried them all now, but, like... But Roller Coaster Tycoon, that's classic Coke right there. It's the best. It's, it's like, it was the original and it was the best one, you know? Yeah. Like, it's... um 
I don't know. I guess if you're listening to this and like, I'm serious, like if you, I don't know when this is going to go live. It probably won't be until the new year, but like if there's a game out there that you would recommend that's like this, like I'd, that's not one of your Absolutely. fucking PC games. Uh, <laughs> please. Except for this is a PC game. Yeah, but not one of you. Yeah, but I don't have a good PC. I mean like a MacBook, if I could play it on a sheet MacBook, sure. But like yeah. just, just any of those games, like I'm interested, you know, cause I, I really feel like the genre is cool. And then most of them, I just get bored of really quickly and walk away from, you know, and I don't know what if it's too deep and overwhelming or if it's just not the same. There's just something about some theme park or I think not it was, some theme park roller coaster that just grabs you. I think it's just like the Taiku games were so like they were just so streamlined and so like yeah. incredibly like they didn't again didn't try to like ramp up the drama or anything. They were just like here's kind of an overall goal, go have a lovely time. Yeah, they were perfect. Sound was great. Like it felt like you were at a theme park playing it. Yeah. And I was like, when you got closer to a ride or something, you could hear more, and then you, you could hear quieter like, as you got away. And you could hear like the clack of the like chains. Yeah, and you hear people screaming. As it, it was ah, good times, man. What a good That's game. A great game. Uh, okay, well, we're gonna wrap this up because we have another one, and we are, we're on a tight schedule tonight. Uh, Mark, what would you give Roller Coaster Tycoon on a scale of one to ten? Oh, I just hit the table with my hand. I'd say a nine point eight. Wow okay yeah okay yeah, i don't go. see a lot of things that can be improved here yeah all right uh i'll go with like a 9.2 but like yeah it's a nine easily yeah. over a nine it's a really good game if you haven't played it be very careful about which one you buy but try it just don't pick one of the shitty versions do you roller coaster it. tycoon i feel like is the ultimate yeah is that's the ultimate one the originator yeah and i actually i never really played the third one but like the second one is the cla- like the first and second. Those are like the classic. Play them, and if you've listened to this, you've played them. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> and uh, and if you know where to get Dino Park Tycoon, tell me. I'll pay. Oh my you. god, yes, please. Dino Park Tycoon. <laughs> Thanks for doing this, buddy. No problem. And that's gonna do it for this week's episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening, Mark. You, th- Mark. You. Mark McHugh. Mark, thank you. There we go. Mark, thank McHugh for coming over and talking Roller Coaster Tycoon with me. Uh, PC Master Racers, I hope you enjoyed that because I have no idea when we'll be talking about one of your games again. Uh, But thanks for listening, you guys. Like I said off the top, we've got some great episodes coming up. And keep your eyes peeled for the bonus episode. I believe we're going to drop it Friday where my nephew Ben and I talk about the generational gap kind of between gamers and we look at Fortnite and we look at Smash Ultimate. Uh, I love talking to Ben. I'm pretty excited to get this episode up. Thank you guys for listening and downloading and telling all your friends. And uh, I just I say it every week. I say it numerous times, probably too much. But I can't express how much I appreciate the support that this podcast is getting. So thanks, guys. I really do sincerely appreciate all of you. Uh, I'm done kissing your asses now. I'm going to shut up and get out of here. I will be back on Friday with a bonus episode of Remember the Game. Take it easy, you guys. Stay warm. It's freezing outside. Go play some video games, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. (laughs) 